uh, a shopping session. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only fucking downside. I gotta figure out how much money Ognash brought from that side quest he has. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm recording. Alright. So, OBS, don't fuck us. Welcome back to the Space Side of Collective Podcast. We're down a few peoples. That's fine. Um, <laughs> we, me and the Dama Lama writers struggling along because the California weather is not letting up. It's literally like the devil just places taint on the earth. It was just like, we're just going to roast you today for the full week. And then we're going to piss on you this Saturday for good measure. Yeah. I'm using an analogy. But besides us, we have once again joining us the Quantum Limits. What up, my dude? Hello, everybody. And as always, you can listen to us to Spotify. On Spotify. Why to? See, the heat is fucking with my verbiage. God damn it. <laughs> you can always listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Um, thank you for continuing making our flag means death episodes for both Black Hole Tangents and the Space Society Collective, our number one episode. When season two comes out, yes, in 2023, there will probably be numerous of episodes dedicated to our flag means death. Because we actually need to know what, what happens to the majority of those characters. You just can't leave us hanging like that. I'm just saying. Absolutely. I need to figure that out. Um, I got a surprise for fucking today. Um, if anyone remembers um, Channel Frederator on YouTube, no, I do. Uh, I'm sorry, it's kind of I don't know why my volume is so low. What was that? Channel Frederator. No, I don't think I've seen that. What? You don't remember being Puppy Cat? No. Oh my god! All right, we're gonna. Have, all right, I know Benny knows this. Benny's nine minutes today. So I'm not even going to talk about being Puppy Cat. I'm going to wait until next week. Because I know Benny not only knows, he loves being Puppy Cat. And it's from this, pretty much Channel Freighterator. Everyone who worked on that channel has went off to either do Adventure Time, Steven Universe, and Regular Show. And chowder. You can couch chowder, um, chowder in there as well. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like that core group just went off and did their own things. Um, but we're not going to talk about that today. We, we, we was, but not anymore. <laughs> That's out the window. But what we're really going to talk about, what we didn't get in a while, some gaming news. More specifically, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, CD Projekt Red has did a a video game ch- um, update chat on Twitch today on speaking on 1.6. Now, I know numerous of podcasts is going to be talking about this, so we're going to go at it in a different way because I know both Christian and Quantum Lumens has not played Cyberpunk, so hopefully this will get them to play Cyberpunk with, this, uh, um, with uh, what we're going to talk about. So, just getting this out the way, the future DLC, the expansion, will not be available for the PS4 or Xbox One. It's exclusively for the PS5 and Xbox Monolith. Okay. They said that on the stream. That's kind of sad, but that's a smart thing to do. 
This I'll is, get it. Because this is there. This is in a way. This is what we was technically talking about when Cyberpunk first came out. We both said like it should have been. This should have been a next, well, a current gen game instead of what's on the previous generation. Like that, that amount of development time they should have put towards that. Mm, yeah, I see that. Um, I had the name of the damn DLC and I lost it, motherfucker. Hold on. <laughs> um. To kill the the kill um time to look for it, exactly deleted it. <laughs> um, I've never ten, played I'm, Cyberpunk before, but I've uh I've seen some YouTubers like Jacksepticeye and uh, who else? I can't think of their name right now, but I've I've seen a, uh, some gameplay of it. I just never played it because I knew it uh, didn't work for PS4 at the time. Whenever I was looking at it, or yeah. It didn't really work for console. Well, as someone who's played it over three times, and I found the um, I found the um, goddamn article. Um, for someone who played it over three times, I would definitely say this both at since twenty twenty to now. Both games were horrible. Like on both consoles, I mean. Like you, they cared. Like the NPCs would be skittering across the fucking screen. Uh, like this was like Bethesda level um, glitches, but like wor- like a thousand times worse. So when those strings of patch updates has been going on since twenty twenty one, it's a vastly different game. Even on the PS four and Xbox One. Um, the story's I, I think the story is well done. Um, I'm getting an echo off of you, Christian. Um, the story is very well, uh, well written. Um, oh, to the story to an extent is well written. The only reason to an extent. I get it. We have like a sort of like. I'm not trying to spoil the game for you, but certain things happens to your character and you have a limited amount of time to do it. Now you have, I know you have this suspend that like the suspicion of disbelief at certain parts of the game, but I'll just say this. If you want to like focus, you can beat the game within 30 hours. That's not bad. But if you want to do everything, you'll be clocking in about close to 80. I spent, like, what, 160 hours on Elden Ring within the first month? I think I could do it. Because there is a, there is, I will give them this, because that, once again, we talked about this on, um, when we were doing um, D&D Saturday. Haven't played Witcher 3 but playing Witcher 3, there was like that branching, like you think he was doing just one mission and it just like snowballs into a bigger mission. That's what pretty much Cyberpunk, like what uh, CD Projekt Red did, they brought that over from Witcher into Cyberpunk. Like you do these random like gigs, but they snowball into something bigger or like you literally have to wait maybe two, three in-game days 
for the NPC to call you back to do yeah. to continue on the mission. <laughs> Interesting. So I was like, there was like four or five missions I missed on the first playthrough because I didn't know that was supposed to happen. Mm. And like, this is like one of the few times where yeah, GTA implemented texting in games, but like CD Projekt Red, like I think perfected that. You have NPCs texting you, your romance, um, your your romanceable characters texting you, or sending you spicy photos. <laughs> I've seen you not. I was I replayed it like last year because they did another up. Uh, no, a couple of months ago they did a, a patch one point five, and then all of a sudden the romance option sent a spicy photo. I was like. What? <laughs> oh, we're yeah. sexy now in games. <laughs> Yo, is this this e sex I'm hearing of? I'm like, okay, because <laughs> and they talked about this like they want to start. They're testing the limits of what they can do in RPGs, especially something that's a dystopian future. So if there's gonna be a cyberpunk. Two or whatever the fuck year they're gonna call it. I think whatever they didn't do for this game, they're gonna implement it into the next one. If they do a next one, because they still they're still dead set on working on this game. They even said that during the um the stream, like going forward with throughout the PS5 lifecycle, they're gonna be doing a lot of updates and input it into cyberpunk on the xbox one pc and ps5 so those are on the ps5 you're gonna get um some more love while everybody here on ps4 well enjoy while it lasts because this is the last update we're getting mm-hmm. 1.6 legit the final update um they also talked about gerald's horse roach has his own ios android game no, no micro no microtransactions. It's just pretty much you're just it's a temple runner, but you're basically controlling Roach the horse, side scrolling. And if you uh, if if Roach falls, a little mini sprite of Geralt runs in, revives him, and then you go back temple running. Huh. That's awesome. I was like, okay, you're just trying to get people in. Um. Did anyone see the trailer of Cyberpunk Edge Runners? I did not. No. Okay, so there's two trailers. There's a nice, not safe for work trailer, and then there's the regular trailer. Yeah, okay, when you say not safe for work, do you mean like just general red ban or like act like the thing of not safe for work? Definitely not safe for work. Like YouTube will actually <laughs> ask you, "Are you old enough to watch this trailer?" Got you. Hell yeah! Like my TV was up loud, and it started off with moaning and some and a character riding on a person. Why is that how it started out? <laughs> I was like, and Studio Trigger is the one who's working on this um this anime. Yeah, that makes sense. And their animation style is like if you haven't seen that short for Star Wars they did or any of their stuff. Studio no, Trigger. Studio Trigger don't fucking miss in terms of that fucking animation. Trigger is a great studio for sure. And 
this shit is fucking bonkers. Like, they intentionally made it fucking confusing so you don't know what the basic story... Like, the only thing you know about the fucking show is about the main character and how they're technically integral in the fucking video game in some way. That is it. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck the show is about. All I know is he's an edge runner because your character in the video game is an edge runner. Yeah. Um, they did talk about that during the stream. Um, apparently, Cyberpunk Edge Runners takes place about a year and a half before the game, but also during the first half of the game. So they really they redid some um, some missions to incorporate it. Hence, why we last talked about on the podcast, Keanu Reeves and the voice actors for V for female and male V was. Right. Um, they said they was doing some more uh, VO work. And this mm-hmm. is it. So there's going to be some missions relating to the anime, uh, to the anime, and then some missions uh, that sets up the DLC. That's cool. Wow, that's a nice tie-in. So I'm hyped for it. Um, only downside: no, um, no new game plus. And I got a good feeling new game plus is going to be for the PS5 players. Hey man, I'll find a way to stream it for you. <laughs> nah, I'm just gonna fucking do it and buy a fucking PlayStation Five. Then you can play with me on some games. <laughs> Here's something you need to know: I'm notorious bad at playing multiplayer with anybody. <laughs> it's been two weeks, and I've yet to play Halo with Christian. Yet. <laughs> it's been a bit longer than that, I think, and I just figured out why my audio was low. Why? Uh, because the separate um, audio controller for my speakers specifically was turned down because I was moving shit around on, and I must have kicked it on accident. Oh, okay. Mm. That will do it. Yeah. Now I can actually hear you guys better. That's my bad. Yeah. I can hear clearly now. I wish there was the static's gone. <laughs> Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, oh, multiplayer games. Right. The last multiplayer game that I played with Christian and close, including my friends, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah, a very long time. Bro, we were still going to college back then. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. All this for a fucking... I was literally said, I'm. it wasn't Destiny, because I was still playing at the time. It wasn't Destiny that made me go, fuck multiplayer games. No, Ghost Recon lynched, like finally clinched it. We was running around this fucking map for a fucking sniper rifle. I'm like, you telling me we're running around for a fucking sniper rifle? I thought we were just trying to defeat the fucking head honcho. No, we're going for a sniper rifle. I, I remember the day that happened. <laughs> I remember the day that happened. That shit was so funny. Because it was like we spent so long. We were playing for like maybe two and a half hours or some shit. And then as soon as we like did the mission, like like our buddies completed it so quickly and got the sniper rifle and then was like, alright, let's go. And Dez was still on the way to the site because he was having trouble like traveling there. And then he was like, wait, 
That's it? It's like, yeah. No, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck y'all. Good night. Like, ah, come on, Dez, Dez. And then that was it. <laughs> Dez the party. I remember that shit. It was fucking hilarious. And Did y'all ever do the Predator mission in that? No. That was oh. the last, I think, most of us played it together. Me and all my friends got together and hunted the Predator. <laughs> I saw that on YouTube. This one person's like, what's the Predator? I was like, really? We're now living in an age where people don't know what the fuck the Predator is? That was at the time. Yeah. Uh, probably my age, but... You're like, what? We're in an know. age where people don't understand every single thing I understand? Here's the thing, though. You, Everyone at least is going to have one parent. Regardless who they are. Someone's going to yeah. show them the Predator. Yeah. My parents didn't show me Predator, but I was shown Predator when I was like, I think, yeah, it's like maybe five. Like, yeah, someone is going to show you the Predator in your lifetime, people. You're going to see some shit that you probably didn't think you need to see, or you need to see. At one point, someone is going to show you that one scene of Arnold being like, "Get to the chopper." <laughs> or in my case, yeah. how to make someone a goth by making them watch The Adams Family. <laughs> Hey, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Uh, my cousin still wearing black. I don't care. I'm proud of myself for that one. Um, but yeah, like I it's just something about multiplayer games where I always ask, like if I do play co-op, I always ask, are we doing the actual fucking mission? Are you farming? We're farming. I'm not playing. Okay, so see, that's the nice thing about Halo. There is no such thing as farming. I don't like the farming games. No, what I mean by what I like... There is yeah, no there, such there, thing there, as farming in Halo. Yeah, there is farming in games. Like, no defender, fucking Warframe. Warframe? Okay, but you gotta admit, one of the main reasons farming is a major thing in Warframe is because you gotta remember when the game came out and the difference between the game it is now versus what it was back then. I'm, and back then, all there literally was was farming. <laughs> oh, I know. I played when Warframe... First, that's when it was like, when I first saw Warframe, I was like, oh, this look cool. I'm going to play it. And then when me, Fred, and Lincoln was playing it, I saw all the fuck we was doing this farming. I was like, alright. I got my Rhino. I'm done. I haven't fucking played in six years. I come back on. I re-downloaded it. Because I was yep. like, oh, shit. They have. They can actually fly out in space. There's actually stories. All right, I go yeah. in there. I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm and on like, a. I'm on the hit all, and then it's like, all right, cool. Now wait three weeks. Have you no, played oh, no. a way out yet? What's that? It's. I want uh, to play a way out. I really want to. It's basically a prison escape co-op, at least at first. But there's a whole story to it. And oh, the one that made. From the camp, they made uh, takes two. It takes two. Yes, I see. Yeah, actually, yeah, I I can't believe I forgot the name. I seen like the the whole entire gameplay on YouTube. Wow, that's the story alone. Like, yo, I really want to play that, but so far, no one I know has wanted to play it with me. Do you have PlayStation? <laughs> uh, no, not at the moment. Well, I mean, I have a PS4. I just need to find it and hook it up and buy. PlayStation Plus again. Dude, this is so no, I don't have a PlayStation to use at the moment. I'm not sure if you need it for a way out because I it, I don't know, maybe. 
It's weird, because only one person has to buy it, and then you have to get the demo for the other console, and then they can play with you. If it's cross-platform, and I, if it's cross-platform, I already have it on PC. And if it's cross-platform, it's also downloadable on Xbox Game Pass. You figure cross-platform would be a thing by this point. It's not. Right? It's not always a given anymore, that's the thing. And it's like, yeah, like, I get it, because I fully grew up in the age before cross-platform was even a fucking wet dream. But now it's one of those things where it's like, we have it, there's no reason you shouldn't have it. Right. It's, uh... Some games, whenever you switch between, or mix, like, controllers and keyboards. Bruh, that's where but... I see it, but that's about it. I've been getting into. I've been. I've been finally. It took me forever to really get into it, and I recently just got into it. I've been finally getting into Elden Ring, and it's set up for a Xbox controller, but I'm using a PS4 controller because it's what I got, and it makes me laugh because every time like I see the button commands on screen that are like set up for Xbox, I still know the translation anyways because it's not that hard. But it makes me laugh just because I'm like, <laughs> like they want me to use an Xbox controller, but it really doesn't matter, and I'm enjoying this game anyways. Mm-hmm. It's not that I prefer the PS4 controller; it's that I live. That's what I got right now. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that was one of the conversations me and Jen had when she was over there. How I was able to switch like between Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation controller. I was like, yeah, it's just growing up <laughs> playing video games. Like, yeah. it's like it's like it's the muscle memory that would never go. Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, I think a lot of people weirdly, a lot of gamers really weirdly take for granted because it's like, yeah, not everybody grew up with video games, and you hand someone a video game that has never tried one before, and you're like, yeah, it's simple. Uh, like, have you ever given anybody a controller and told them that the left stick is for your movement and the right stick is for your camera, and yeah. see them fucking walk into the wall and just stare down or stare up and not understand the concept? And it's like, yeah, because. To us, it's intuitive because we've been trained with older games to understand the translation. But if you give someone a controller and they've never understood that concept, they don't realize that it's like, yeah, it's like looking and moving in real life, but you don't translate that because you've never had to to your fingers before. Yeah. Now it's just like, give me a game, no tutorial, I can figure out what the fuck I'm doing in like 30 seconds. For the most part, yeah, that's pretty true. There's sometimes more complex mechanics that you end up having to learn the hard way, but for the most part, I do agree with you, most of the games you can pretty much pick up and figure out. And I kind of like that, and I kind of miss that from older games where they don't, you know, older games that handhold you through everything, where it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to show you every single bit of the tutorial, force you through it, and then on top of that, if you forget any of it, I'm going to make sure that I like remind you with a notification every couple of seconds that there is help available. And it's like, yes, but games like like Shadow of the Colossus, games like like Elden Ring, for more contemporary examples, games like uh, uh, Resident Evil, the original stuff, right? It's like they don't show you how to play the game. They say figure it out, and that's part of it. Yeah. That was The Last my- Guardian was a really good one. Yeah. That was my first introduction. Yeah, I go, yeah. That was my first introduction to games not giving you a pro- uh, giving you a prologue or a tutorial session was Resident Evil. Yeah. So when I got to games but like when I first played um Dragon Age, I was expecting tutorial. No. The first hour depending on how 
how long it takes you, like the first hour to two hours of the game. That's just a prologue. Yep. And like the only thing they're they they're training you to do is the real time strategy portions of the game, and that's it. Like everything mm-hmm. else is they're making you figure out. And like when Cyberpunk or Witcher did it, I was like, Oh, I'm used to it this by this point. This whole entire section is just a fucking prologue. But Witcher, motherfucker. Like the first seven hours of the fucking game is your goddamn prologue. All yep. that just to fight a fucking a phoenix or wherever the fuck that goddamn bird was. I, I remember the days of Assassin's Creed 2 when you play through the whole prologue and then it get cuts to like Ezio and his brother like talking on the rooftop. Mm. And then the intro of like Assassin's Creed 2. You're like, what the fuck? That whole thing was just the beginning? And I think in retrospect, that whole thing was maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah. But it I, it was one of my first exposures to that, and I fucking loved it. And then now when I see things like, like The Witcher, it's like, yo, how fucking long is this game? <laughs> I legit met, looking at the Assassin's Creed games, I'm, I don't find any of the new ones interesting enough to actually want to play. Like, I would rather what? go, I would rather go back and play um Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood um and that's it I would too Black Flag for the horrible st- uh, ship steering Black Flag is honestly my favorite of the newer ones but that's a bit that's only like comparing it to at the time because at the time it was the latest one uh Assassin's Creed 3 and 3 was good honestly I don't understand why a lot of people fucking hated on 3 but I thought 3 was fine I liked it from looking at it and seeing my brother play it was like couch gaming yeah like they made you like the trailer i would say the trailer gave you that false sense like oh shit we're going to be in the fucking like civil war we're going to be like a disaster's going through no you don't i was like ooh, that sucks got me hyped i was like i was about to like let's go i'm gonna play too and then he gets to that section of the game i'm like what do you remember getting the bow and arrow yeah, but and can we the sp- combat system was actually like that was I think even though even though the battles weren't as big as they were mm-hmm. the combat system was the best it ever was in the series up to that point. Yeah, that I can agree. Um, but the but story wise, can we spoil Assassin's Creed Three? It's been out for a while now. All right, I it's been it out for a long time. Like you're what? talking about the Desmond thing, right? No, fuck. They ruined my fucking name with that. But besides that, finding out that Kenway became a fucking traitor. And it's like, really? Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> like, my strong words, yeah. Like, why do I want to yeah. play this guy in Black Flag if I know he's going to be a fucking traitor? I have no that, sympathy. I think Ubisoft kind of shot themselves in the foot after three because they were like all right there's a lot of potential for this game and we don't want to be weighted down by the previous story because we want to expand it and it's like okay but the previous story was what the majority of the at the time fan base was in it for and i was actually like i wouldn't mind playing this Assassin's creed game with um with miles i'm not using desmond with miles no no we're gonna make him a little whiny bitch and then kill him off Yep, and then all of a sudden, give him character growth at his death. Like, what? Yep. You you give him character growth at the last minute of the fucking game. That is stupid. 
I will I will admit I will admit Assassin's Creed Brotherhood at the very least gave me some of the best closure I've ever felt towards a video game character. Oh yeah. Um, and then like the the entire like pre like precursor like like pre sentient godlike being race and that like backstory that whole thing honestly captivated me a lot. The whole the whole thing at the end of those original games where like it would break the fourth wall and acknowledge that like you are a person through like time like that kind of shit inspired me for some of the coolest like storytelling that I've ever like thought of. Yeah. And on top of that, like I still I will never take away like the feeling of the first time you beat Assassin's Creed two and they do that shit. And I remember beating that with my friend because like we were we were he was like couch gaming with me and we were in my house it's like nine o'clock at night. All the lights are off. It's just us and the TV, fully dark. And all of a sudden, the fucking god is talking to you. It's like, yo, what the fuck are we playing? Like that—that that whole thing. Like, I'll never forget that. That's been nostalgic. I remember. Um, for those that don't know, my first name is Desmond. When that moment happened, and they turned to the screen, I was like, yo, yo don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Like that is the that is the only time I've ever felt the idea of what like my Latin parents would call maliojo, <laughs> like the evil eyes fucking watching you. It's like what the fuck is going on? It's the only time I'm like, is this why they told me to not play these games? <laughs> um, speaking of Ubisoft, though, the game I think they shot themselves in the fucking foot. Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, yeah, but to be fair, you do have a personal ass beef with it, but I do get it, it is warranted. Oh yeah, very much so. Like, you don't go through two games that are single-player, story-narrative focuses, and then, you know what, let's pull a fucking Fortnite, and you can be whoever you fucking want. You don't know your fucking audience, Ubisoft. Maybe for Far Cry, maybe for Assassin's Creed, but Launch Dogs? No. And they try to save, them, and they really try to save themselves with that fucking DLC. What you're telling me is Ubisoft doesn't know how to end a series. Oh fuck yeah, they don't. They like J- they like J.J. Abrams. They know how to start strong, but they don't know how to fucking finish. <laughs> so Phrasing. they're they're a cad in the club. Yeah. Phrasing. I know that's a huge ass phrasing for for some listeners, but I, I meant it. Like. Uh, Justin Lin, this is for an example. Two, Star Trek, great introduction. Two, middle of the road. Into Darkness was middle of the road. But the last one, Beyond, that's classic Trek right there. R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. But, uh. Um, too soon. God damn. But Watch Dogs. Um. I don't know how to transition from that, but still. Uh, yeah, go where no one has gone before. Yeah. So, um, I look. I was like, Watch Dogs is on sale for ten dollars. Legion was. I was like, I was like, I remember. I think I even said on the podcast, I will wait till that fucking game either becomes free or super fucking cheap. It is currently super fucking cheap. But still, I couldn't like bring myself to fucking play it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch the gameplay videos on it. But the DLC, 
they brought back they didn't bring back the character the, the main character from two but they brought the supporting character for two as the main character for the dlc and the original uh aiden pierce from the first game as also another character and an assassin like i don't know what the fuck ubisoft is trying to do they're trying to merge assassin's creed with watchdogs because they got an assassin as a third playable character and they have powers wait what yes How? like i know i was like i'm like i even i was like i had to ask my brother because he has every single assassin's creed game and i mean every single one and i was like yeah. do anyone any assassin have fucking superpowers he was like no no yeah <laughs> that's kind of like that's kind of the fucking thing what and, <laughs> and I showed him the video of, well, he was like, oh, this has to be made up. I was like, I hope it's made up. Because if there is going to be another Watch Dogs game, there better not be, like, superpowers that are added into the game. Because it doesn't fucking work when you have the main character from the second one, Marcus Holloway, and then Wrench are making fun of, like, superhero movies. And then you turn around with fucking Legion, there's fucking people with superpowers. Like, come on. But, um... The DLC looks more fucking interesting than the goddamn main game. The the, the, the main point of this because Wrench, you find out Wrench quits DeathSec and starts actually making robots. So the robot enemies in Legion is because of a Wrench. So instead of asking the main character from the first game to, um, from the second game to help, they're doing this solo. And I was like, oh, okay, you turn the supporting character and main character. Sometimes that doesn't work since this character is beloved. All right, I'll let it slide. And then they have to bring in Aiden Pierce. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I try to play Watch Dogs 1. The character is trash. I can whip his ass. All he the uses only- is a fucking nightstick. I can... The- <laughs> yes, no, I was just going to say, the only thing I enjoyed about the original Watch Dogs, the first one, was um, was the fucking driving. That's it. I will give them that. The driving in the Watch Dogs <laughs> games, are be- I feel, was better than GTA. Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, My, way better. Like, the driving in the motorcycle, I had so much fun with. That's pretty much the only memorable part of it for me. Like, I'm not weaving in all over the fucking road. GTA, their fucking games, like, I'm weaving, bobbing, weaving all over the road, getting a fucking star. Like, I wasn't trying to hit this fucking person. <laughs> but in Watch Dogs, I'm having, like, if I replay the first one, I'm just going to drive around fucking Chicago. Yo, it's so funny because it's, like, it's a weird, it feels like a weird, like, opposite test. But it's, like, if you want to know how good a driving like experience is in a game see how accurately you can recreate the rules of the road not because it's the fun part but like if you can do that and not fucking crash and make it like natural that means they actually have some decent physics in it yeah you know what i mean yeah but if it's like that thing where you're trying to literally like just slow down and stop normally and your car slides three feet ahead of you than you want to and it still feels all wobbly it's like oh they they meant for this to be fucked up driving I would say for Cyberpunk, they still got a long way to go. Because the only thing they've been known for is fucking horse physics. <laughs> so, and I wonder why CD Projekt Red is better at horse physics. 
<laughs> but they even admitted um, that yes, the driving is not all that well, and this is something they knew. This is something they're going to continue on working on. I like hearing that. That yes. they can be very like people being critical to them, but they also like well aware. Like we get it, we're still working on it because this is also yes. new to them. I was like, and I'm like, and that's where like my I would say opinionated I like criticisms comes in like or like is is changed because if a gaming company's only know for one thing and they're trying to do something new I'm not going to be like everyone else and just like dog jump on them like not everyone can be fucking um um fuck the same developers who did Infamous and Ghost of Tsushima oh um S- sucker punch right thank you sucker punch yes okay yeah. like they're like one of the few that can like they do one game that they was known for and then just flip and give you a, like a bomb ass fucking samurai game. Yeah, it's it's not even like a like a oh we're flipping. It's a just like, hey, we may not give you a lot of games, but the games that we give you are good. Yeah. And I wanna say they're just different because they know their work what they what they whatever they're working on, they know they need to put the express amount of time on it. And I think you know also- what? That's what I appreciate. They still go by the model of we ship the game when the game is done. I don't fucking understand why we have this culture. Sorry, I'm getting off track. But it's like, why do we have this fucking culture of like, okay, fine now. We're going to give you a broken game and a promise. Like, whatever happened to literally just fucking finishing your game before you sell it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, when Sucker Punch was talking about what uh, Sony was doing... They they said Sony was like no, take your as much time as you want. We we have other like IPs, like Sucker Punch. Focus on your game. Same goes for Insomniac with Spider Man. Focus on making a great game, release it when it's ready. Because when Spider Man yeah. was because I think Spider Man was supposed to be out in 2016, they got pushed to 2017. Everybody was complaining, but look what happened when it came out in 2017. Yes, there was minimal <laughs> bugs, but it was the best fucking Spider Man game we ever fucking got. Yeah, um, I think CD Projekt Red is finding like, and I think Warner Brothers, Warner Brother Games specifically, is to blame because one, when CD Projekt Red linked up with WB Games, they started. You saw the downfall. Cyberpunk was the downfall. It went corporate real fucking quick, and that's why they now have a black eye, a forever black eye. And they're going to constantly saying sorry with every goddamn patch update they're going to have. and Which means the next Witcher game is going to be fucking tainted by the time it comes out. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that, but you're probably fucking right. Yeah, so like, even if it's Witcher 4 or Cyberpunk 2, there's going to be a very critical eye on CD Projekt Red going forward. While other gaming companies is going to be getting nothing but fucking praise. So it's like great, um, but transition. Uh, D twenty three is this Saturday. Oh, I hope, that's. I hope there is something on Spider Man too, because we got burned this time last, not last year, like two years ago. We thought what we was reading was like legit, and it turned out to be fake. So I hope this Saturday 
they do something they show something for Spider-Man too. And that was my brother. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, fucking asshole. I can't edit that out because we both was talking at the same time. Um, okay. Just keep going. Uh, Just keep swimming. I might stab him. Um, <laughs> Just might. Maybe. No, it's, like it's a possibility. It's a possibility. No, it's the possible. Well, it's, I have to use the word possibility because Spider-Man Two may be co-op. Really? I don't know how that's going to work. Who would be to find out? I, I I can't wait. I hope Marvel Games show something because that is the because we did talk about it on last week's episode. But the game director for. Um, our char- um, Uncharted is apparently working on the Fantastic Four game. Mm-hmm. So Amy yeah. he- Amy Heading is um, supposed to be in the uh, supposed to be game directing that. Um, uh, I muted myself because I told him, yeah, I can hear him. Um, uh, Amy Heading is supposed to be over it. I was like, wait a minute, did she also work on um, Jedi Fallen Order, the first one? Did she? I, I'm gonna need you to look that up. We don't have Benny to fact check. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Kevin Smith's friend, like everyone in this industry is Kevin Smith's friend, Mark Bernardin, who also worked on the um, He-Man reboot series that was on Netflix, is apparently mm-hmm. writing the game. Oh. So this is gonna be very interesting. Because we also talked about game. I know me and Quantum was talking about like what we would like to see in terms of gameplay wise for, for Fantastic Four. So I hope that is actually. I hope Fantastic Four is legit. Because I want a Fantastic Four game. Yeah, that would be nice. Or put Fantastic Four back in fucking Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> but that ain't never gonna happen. Ooh. This is a big ass what if. Okay. What what if this Saturday they announce a new Marvel versus Capcom? Yo, that would be amazing, but that's a hell of a stretch. You know that, right? I know it's a hell of a stretch, but it's something to dream about. Yeah, that's true. Like the amount of new Marvel characters that are out here they can actually put in these fucking games. Like you could put Miss Marvel in Marvel versus Capcom. Like, who don't want to see um, Gwenpool? Uh, if y'all don't know who Gwenpool is, is essentially right. Gwen Stacy in a in a universe where she's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> what if Gwen Stacy was dead? Gwenpool. Um, and she's also in the in the main comic book line of Marvel comic books. Yeah, that's it's it's fucking weird. It's even even Gwen Stacy's ghost um, is it Ghost Spider? Yeah, Ghost Spider. That's her code. They never use her fucking code name. It's always Gwen Stacy Spider Girl. And I was like, her code name is Ghost Spider. Just say Ghost Spider. Come <laughs> on, just just say it. Just say it. We know it's Gwen Stacy. God, say the cool name. Like she got a cool name. She does got a cool fucking name. Like Spider, like it's, it's just Spider and man. Hers is Ghost Spider. Come on. Like Miles is called Spider Man. Very generic as fuck, but still, besides the point. 
I don't if want... you could give Miles a different name other than Spider-Man. That is fucking hard. I, I wouldn't even know how to do that. Because, one, it has to be iconic. It has to have longevity. And the only way you can do that is if Peter Parker did not exist it at all. But it's just the fact that Miles came from the Ultimate Universe and he's now in the regular 616 continuity. Yeah. They just call him Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah. That's the downside. Because I was also trying to send figures like, why would they just go call um, Gwen Stacy Spider-Girl? Gwen Stacy Spider-Girl. He can't be Arachnid because that's a different character, right? Yeah, that's the um, the character that Bad Bunny is going to be playing real soon. Damn. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to think of other spiders. The And also, side context, the only reason why I know anything about Bad Bunny is two WWE appearances. He's actually good. Like yeah, next next to Stephen Amell, the only actually no Stephen Amell actually has tra- wrestling training, but he's an actor. Bad Bunny, on the other hand, has no form of training. Literally took time. Apparently, he took time off making a record and touring to go to the WWE training facility, train <laughs> for months to do everything he did. And he came to this year's uh, Royal Rumble again to wrestle again. So I was like, and literally got launched over the top rope. So I was like, all right. I don't listen to your music, but I applaud you for your uh, your dedication to wrestling. He does make some good music. I don't understand Spanish, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't understand me none of this got fang Spanish nonsense, but I know I likes the music. It's got a lot of pep in the stick. Gets my boots on the floor. Oh my god. <laughs> um I damn I'm the one who started off on that tangent. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I love how you that people don't listen to us for tangents at this point. I know. But by this point, it's like the most chaotic fucking tangent. Even though we're, like, in a way, we're still on topic. But it's still in a way. But it's still a tangent. Like, yeah, we was, we was talking about Spider-Man. But yeah, Bad Bunny's playing a fucking uh, obscure fucking Spider-Man who's a Mexican luchador. So it's like... I got you for three minutes, brother. <laughs> So it was like, okay. Oh my god. So, okay, I would say this. Sony, they're doing very well in terms of video games. Well, not so well because uh, their president, very tone deaf, could be racist, could be transphobic. We don't know. But it also... Ra- that Hollywood allows. But then on top of that, Raise the price on the PS5. You probably seen the article. Raise the price of the PS5 in Canada, Mexico, and in the UK. Oh, and Japan. Like you are getting your ass beat by a Microsoft for the first time ever in overseas markets, and the first thing y'all do 
is raise the price in those markets that you want. You just shot yourself in the foot. This whole entire console generation. You played yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was going to say, the damn it, I need to bring back um, the bot. I need to bring back the mod bot. Wait, 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 where is it at? Where is it at? Hold no, on. Do you, do you really... I need to bring back Blurp. I know these episodes has been good without it, but I mean, come on, we got a we we got a lot of hits on the blurbs. Did we? Yeah, we got like consistent hits. These last two episodes, well, not not the last week's episode, no episode before that, but like there's like a good four chunk of episodes that with no listens, and that's just on Spotify. SoundCloud is a different story. We, we're getting like we're hitting like the double digits now in terms of uh, streams, but Spotify has been very low. So it could possibly be us playing the blurbs, or it could be well, not we, me, who abused it. I was gonna say I don't know, man. I think you might be, uh, I think you might be stretching it there, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> That was fireworks. That's not actual gunshots. Those are fireworks. Hey, I honestly thought someone was like, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why my first thought was like someone was breaking ice on the floor in your kitchen. I don't want audio listeners on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. There's no shootings going on. It is just. It is a very hot week. It is very hot in California. So people are now electing to stay outside and pop fireworks. It is, it is August. Well, it is September. It's basically July. Yeah. Um, I don't have a sound room, so you're stuck to hearing outside fucking noise and the occasional ice cream truck. <laughs> Which bounce- I usually swings by uh, during D and D. I know, right? It does, yeah. Every fucking time we play D&D, here comes the ice cream truck. I might have to go back old school and go back on my laptop. But my back can't handle that. Sitting on the bed like that. Now unless I get one of those 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 pillows with the arms on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, those will work very well. I do want to talk about D&D, but... Someone here was not th- here for this past session. I was drinking. Yeah, you was drinking. My apple juice, because I'm not of age to drink alcohol yet. <laughs> we didn't drink. hear anything, and if anything, uh, don't say that. <laughs> On a recorded podcast. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. are they going to do? Arrest them? My apple juice. Well, I didn't, I didn't provide it. So it worked for a very, very popular streamer, so I think I'm fine. And I've been drinking since I was ten. I- I've been yeah. drinking since I was four. I've been drinking since I could drink. Oh man! And no, I'm not making fun. Am I making fun of anyone? No, seriously. I had a bottle of Colt 45. I was, uh, I was caught with a bottle of Colt 45 in the corner on New Year's Eve. 
Damn, that's when that's before they invented good alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, Code Forty Five is a hood classic. Certified. Forty Five mile liquor. Yep. Two zigzags. Goddamn, love me some Billy D. Williams. Um, speaking of, I got beef with fucking. I, I know we said I said in the in the, in the B. B. Williams. No, in the bullet report, I said uh, my weekend I was modding. Yeah. Two ways. That goes two ways. One, I modded um, with the help of uh, Freddie Lincoln. I modded uh, Stardew on PlayStation. Oh, cool. Shit ton of money. It didn't trigger no trophies. Downside. But um, able to buy shit that you can't buy like in the first year. Like, like if you play Stardew... Like if you are in the mines and you're, it's like eleven o'clock and you know full well your character is slow to run, you fucked because you're not gonna make it there before back home by two in the morning because mm-hmm. the game forces you to sleep. I found yeah. a, I found a scepter that lets you teleport any from anywhere. That's cool. I was like, what? I was like, this Whoa. was in the game all this fucking time. That is. I was. I'm abusing the fuck out of it. Wait, that is in the game. It's in the game. There's a scepter. There's a scepter you can get. You have to have twenty thousand gold. You have to get it from Corbus under the sewers. It's mm-hmm. better than building those fucking totems to go like. It's still beneficial to buy the totems to like teleport you to the beach or to the mountains, but to get back to the farm, no, that scepter helps you go right back. I was like, oh shit. I was like, having a lot of money, modding the game to give you a lot of money actually helped. Huh. Um, second version is actually modding a Lego. Real Lego? An uh, actual Lego. So, A physical Lego? Yeah. My Did man, this is modding. Here's the thing. Have you noticed outside of Marvel... In Star Wars, there is no black minifigs. Like, at all. Even in Lego City. They're normally yellow. Yeah, they're normally mm-hmm. yellow. So it's like, if you want to make yourself into a Lego, you will figure, oh, they'll make the, oh, and also no skin tones that are Latin. Like, they get you, like, Latin or Indian-based, like, skin tones. Only, yeah, only. We've got Poe Dameron now. Yeah, they I got. Buy one specific set. Yeah, they got, mm-hmm. Poe got one. Um, Pedro Pascal got one. Um, John Boyega, Jack, pretty much the cast of fucking Black Panther, <laughs> and Don Cheadle. That is it. Like those are like the main figs. Um, even Billy D. Williams. Those are the only skin color people of skin color as a Lego. Now, like, and they now Lego has um. You could build your own minifig. You can literally make yourself as a minifig. Yeah, it's like twelve bucks, right? No. Um, and I need to do the conversion because it said it's five dollars and ninety four cent in their like in their currency because they're I think they're based in Holland. Okay, so what's the conversion? Because I thought it was like twelve bucks U.S. When I heard about like making your own minifigure online and stuff, then it has. Then it's probably like if it's five dollars for them, it's, then it's probably twelve for us. 
Probably. I mean, that's. I'm only saying that because that's the number I heard. I could be wrong. Let me do the conversion. <laughs> it's not like we have the internet. Wait. Oh, what I'm is that? Now. I'm doing that now. <laughs> Let me see. But yes, but man, do you remember some of like the older Lego set stuff? Like, I well, I say low older relative to me. I mean, at least. But I really enjoyed. Like, do you remember specifically the the like what was it? It was like the alien invasion one, where they had like there was a, an entire set. Where instead of regular minifigures, they were like weird little alien figures that um, that had the same bodies as the droids um, for the Star Wars sets, except it was just a different head. And, but the cool thing about like the set was that it had a system of like Lego tubes that you could connect to different parts of the set, and it came with like a pump and a and a capsule for the minifigure, so you could put it in and then like pump it and send it through the tubes in the set. I've never heard of that. Oh my god, I gotta look up what set that was. But it was, I want to say, around 2002. I don't, I don't remember the name of, uh, in, was it the Alien Conquest line? No, what line? It looks like it's about to be, yeah, about $12, $13. But mm. so, that would make But to the point. It's only all the minifigs are yellow. No, like no discernible like black hairstyles whatsoever. And I'm like, no, I I don't want that. Like, I was like, I'm not gonna spend that much trying to make myself. So this is what I mean by modding. I found some actual people who make Lego um, body parts. And I found a Lego head that. It doesn't look like me. It looks like a fucking Lego head, but it has a beard. It has the hairstyle that I currently have, but mine is the green half of the hair. Mm-hmm. And then the person's like, oh, if you want the hands, you're going to have to buy um, either a Poe. I mean, not Poe. You either have to buy Finn or Winston to get the hands because nobody does, doesn't make them skin tone hands. I was like, fine. I bought the fucking um, Finn fig, mini fig for only five bucks. In total, in total, I spent the same amount that I would have spent Lego to Lego.com themselves, official, to build a, to get a minifig. I built one myself. With shipping, I spent $21 in total. Damn. That's not to, I know it's like, oh, it's 20 Goddamn, $20 for a minifig? Yes. But to have one built so I can get it somewhat similar to look like me? Worth it, and the only thing, I know. And the only thing, I'm, what was that? No, I'm just saying that is pretty cool, though. So I'm like, I can't fucking wait to put it together. Damn, but I uh, found the I found the set I was talking about. But uh, <laughs> they just came out. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. sorry. I was gonna say they just came out with the Fast and the Furious uh, Dom's Charger. Like, as a set? Oh, yeah. That's cool. I would put, I would literally put Vin Diesel's minifig and then keep it in the box. And I would build that fucking car. <laughs> I just want the car. I don't want fucking minifig Vin Diesel. 
I'll take mini trig then diesel. <laughs> like diesel. Vin Daddy Diesel. Like if Vin Diesel, if you hear this, I'm sorry. I have no beef with you. I really don't. I just want the car. I don't want your mini fig. If Why you are listening, can I drive the car? <laughs> what do I really feel like if they ever recreated Fast and the Furious in the Lego style, like of video games, and they redid, you know, the story in the Lego style? Mm-hmm. It would literally be that scene of like, we're, <laughs> like, what's important here is bricks. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're gonna keep the family angle. It's just gonna be fucking funny. Hearing Vin Diesel's voice come out of fucking mini figure saying, We're family. And you already heard it as I am group. Yeah. The thing is, though, he's getting bank. He's getting. Apparently, he's getting more money going around voicing any form of fucking group than he is actually. The only time he has not voiced a group is for the Guardians of the Galaxy game by Eidos. That's about it. Yep. Like anybody Yo, else, he used it. Huh? You need to get it. It's fucking fun. I keep trying to download it from Xbox uh, Game Pass, but it keeps erroring out every fucking time. That's not good. But I've tried to download it from Game Pass. Mm. Wait, fuck. I'm sharing my account with uh, my brother. Because that's how I was able to play Cyberpunk. We just... Like my account works for for everything else, but for some reason, when I try to download specifically the Guardians of the Galaxy game, it gives me a error. It literally says sync error, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like it's only that game too. A sync error? Did you call your plumber? <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. See, if we had the fucking uh, meme bot, we could have had the drum shot. Desi, <laughs> I can get that anyways. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. This Christian that was my that was my thing. It was my thing. What do you mean it was your thing? It was my thing, and I introduced it to you for the podcast. And, and I like, took it over. Idea. And I took it over, so it's now my thing. Who is the one who showed you how to use Blurp? We all know you showed me. I'm just saying it's now my thing. I'm being remember remember the gauge. I can be an adult or I can be a child. I'm now at the gauge of a child. I'm five. You know what's mine? Just, just picture this as a Telltale game. Christian will remember that. Yeah, remember it. Okay. Right, take a picture, write about it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you sit over there remembering that and shit. I don't care. <laughs> because we, we both know full well you're not going to take what we do outside and put it into a DD game because that's where people are going to start complaining. Not me, because I'm like, eh, I made my bed, I'm gonna lie in it. See, Other- I, like you, I like how you immediately go to the D&D game as the only way I have to hurt you. Oh, you have other, <laughs> I know you have other things, but because I'm now so enthralled with the D&D on the level like Dragon Age... I wouldn't dare do that to your D&D character. I have more respect for Maxim. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, I'm but, just fucking with you. By this point, no one has no respect for fucking Maxim. By this no, I legit, I legit have a soft spot for Maxon in my heart, man. Legit, because I've seen him go through so much character growth. Because, <laughs> like you said, I'm the only longer, longest running play character player in your campaign. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay. 
and it's okay. It, that won't always be the case, but still. Because um, it's it's more like I feel like it's more like not only character growth, but also me. I also grew at the same time with Maxim. Yeah, like that's the cool thing about like I know we always devolve back into D and D and tabletop in general, but yeah. that's the nice about tabletop where it's like it's like when you get to RP a character for long enough, and I'm discovering that myself like playing through my friends' game and stuff. Whereas, like, when you get to RP a character long enough that has breathing room to grow and actually change opinions throughout real time as you as a person also concurrently change and grow and, you know, change opinions about things and just, like, observe situations differently. It's one of those things that, like, not only is cathartic because you're experiencing it in a different character, but it's... It's very enjoyable for, like, the relationship that you have with your friends that share in it because you all can, like, agree upon certain things and look at it from a different objective point of view and enjoy it for what it was in a way that's, like, it's very reminiscent to the way that, like, people just in general look back about their own lives and enjoy things like I can imagine having a beer with any of you guys and talking about like man remember that time that we went to the beach but like in but instead of something in that regard it's like man remember that time that you guys uh you know had to run after multiple like steel predator dog like things through the forest you know what I mean it's like like it's one of those things where it seems so ridiculous but in a way, we're forming memories and connections as if we are experiencing them in our own mind's eye. Because in a way, we really are. And it's bonding. It's bonding in a different form. Yeah. And it's really appreciated. And I love it for that. And that is the actual real reference right there. I, Me and another former player character. Only two. Run through the forest of the, forest of the Shadowfell. I think it was three. Um, I think it was, I think it was three. It was three or two. I think it was three because the third one ran off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys killed two, but the third. I would say that is where the most creative fighting while running we ever done. Yeah, you guys were actively like running and like swinging through the trees and flying. And trying to do different creative things to like uh, make sure that you could either chase these things down and survive at the same time. Cause no, they, they were chasing us. Oh, they were chasing you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I was swinging through the trees because I had my grappling hook. You actually remember that one better than I do. Yeah, because that was the most question asked, like the most questions I asked during the during the session because I was like, I was like, can I, like slow down my running knowing full well is going to catch up and try to jump on top of it like a bucking bronco and that was and that was some of the most like creative shit too you know what i mean like that was that whole thing didn't even have a map uh-uh. that was all theater of the mind yeah cuz that was like, that was literally something I was like okay there's three behind us i was like we have to we have to kill these fucking things brutally to make the third one fucking run. <laughs> and it worked. Because <laughs> I was like, oh shit, we're back to just two people in combat. Yay! <laughs> Yo. There's, there's... I love trying to come up with different ways to fuck with you guys. Not in a bad way, but I mean, it's like, 
how are you guys going to get out of this? Because half the time I don't know what you're going to do. I only know that I set it up and there's like a possibility. I'm like, yeah, odds are this is going to play out. Like at this point, I've gotten to start to learn it a little bit more where I'm like, I think I'm starting to dial it to where I know how much tension I can add depending on what I throw at you. Sunday. Like, or the style of thing that I throw at you. Sunday. Now. Sunday was very ten- was very tension heavy because I metagamed. <laughs> openly metagamed. You did openly metagame. Only because, this is the only thing I will say. Another player character was in a situation where they can get hit at the same time I hit the monster. Yeah. I did not want, and I know the amount of damage I can do. Yeah, that's why I was like, straight up, you don't know. You're just gonna have to find out. I was like, that. I was like, I'm in the same position. I was like, and then it shows like the difference between when I first started playing to now. Because when I first started yeah, playing, I didn't just went for it. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Now I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it was it was a weird situation. It was something you guys hadn't dealt with yet. So, and I think you guys handled it well for the most part. Oh yeah, I think you did. Because it was like I didn't realize like it wasn't until like the Solomon fight where we attack, we can openly say, "Oh, I'm aiming for this specific area. I'm not aiming for this area." Yeah, exactly. And now it's like, mm, "What are you doing?" Because it's less. That that's what I I, I try. I'm starting. I hope you. I hope you can see it. Like I'm starting to try to change the way that we handle combat from less of something that's like, "Hey, structure," more of like. Hey, now that most problems, because quite honestly, at level 13, most problems you guys can beat. Most problems, if you, like, tackle it head on, you're going to win if I put you in a fucking field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I just stick you guys in the middle of an arena and I throw a bunch of enemies at you, unless I'm, like, unless I'm trying to, like, actively kill you, most of the time, you guys are going to win because you guys have straight up better firepower, better tactics better everything better damage overall damage output but that's why it's like okay how do i keep it challenging now i'm starting to try to look at the fights a lot more like hey there's a situation going on how do you creatively solve this problem during combat like what is the problem that happens during combat and how do you solve the problem that is happening actively in combat it's more like combat is part of the solution not the actual thing you're doing you know what i mean yeah and uh having two new brains on the on the team is also gonna like oh, yeah. kind of change how oh, yeah. uh, you think our team's gonna work yeah have you, have you ever seen the descent the descent it's a movie, it like, it's a movie about it's a horror movie about like cave spelunkers Oh, oh, oh. I think I think I remember it. Okay. So this session, I'm it was very funny to me because at one point Desi was literally like, Man, like this reminds me of this movie and I was like, Thank you so much because that's directly part of the inspiration for tonight's session. <laughs> like I'm very glad that that like got picked up. Because if that vibe got picked up, that is exactly what I was going for. Yeah, but the only people who was worried was Finley and Leaf. Yeah, because they haven't seen, <laughs> they haven't seen the movie, 
<laughs> no, I think fin- no, Finley saw the movie because they was like, I'm a fucking fairy, man. Quit trying to kill me. <laughs> now, Yo, like, fair, everything can kill a fairy. That's, yeah. It's like you chose a literal possible one-hit death character. You can accidentally get sad on. That could happen. Oh my god! If uh, like, Max Finley, and... Finley is within the range, like quite honestly, at full health, Finley is within the range where at like at the level of enemies that I'm throwing at you guys at the higher level stuff, it is very possible that Finley could die in a one hit. Mm-hmm. The like the... if someone gets a crit on Finley and gets max damage, that would definitely be the end of fucking Finley. And the only reason why, minus the Solomon fight, the only I feel like, and Jason, if Jason was here, they probably very, they probably toasted out right now. The only reason why Finley and Finley probably would agree to they here this long is either me or Jason is in the vicinity to back them up. Yep, that is the yep. only like the only good reason. Finley's a good D and D player because I still ask for help from them. Finley's a great D and D player, but. There is times it's like, bruh. <laughs> That's why those wolves I have, those shadow wolves, I I always make sure. Okay, I'm good. If they're on their, if they're on my turn, I'm going on. They're going over their um, the backup family now. <laughs> I just recently learned about the uh, help, <laughs> just helping someone. Yeah, just being able to literally the help action. Yeah. Did you, Desi, did you know there's a literal help action? No, I do now. Now I do. What's up? What's this? <laughs> so the help action is like during during like combat, right? Mm-hmm. If you're if you and your teammate are like doing something or whatever, you could literally be like, "I'm going to use my action to help so and so complete a task," and basically either give them advantage or impose disadvantage depending on like what you're doing. But it's a very like RP creative thing to do. Like I am action helping this person achieve their goal in some way making it easier like helping a bard you can uh if you're a big strong boy you can lay down a fat beat for a bard yeah you you can literally help the bard and lay down a fat beat and then the bard gets advantage on like a charisma or something now i know just anything i think that would that would like help it would kind, kind of make sense, but, like, you know, enough Like, most, most rogues are aware of it, but I guarantee you there's a good chunk of players that are not aware that dodge is an action. I keep on having to yell, like... <laughs> this means, like, you met a game, and I was like, you are a rogue, like me. The fact that you don't use uncanny dodge or evasion at there's times that you really need to use it. Yeah, I'm going to metagame and be like, you have the same ability as me. Use it. I'm going to... This is... This is the one time I'm going to say it. This is the one time I'm going to say it out loud. Because it's normally a thing that I... It's, it's, it's unwritten. And no one ever says it out loud. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... For the love of God, I don't give a shit if you guys text each other during the middle of combat. Or, like, you guys have a secret chat or whatever the fuck during the week trying to strategize. I do not give a shit. Do it. Try to fuck me over. Because normally, I am the one that 
has all the information. Yeah. I know I'm at an advantage. It's like playing against a house in a casino. Oh yeah. If you guys are strategizing with each other by texting or whatever the fuck, and I don't know it, I don't give a fuck. Do it. We already do me, that. We open me and Desi talk. Need more. We. <laughs> this is the thing though. I always say it, but they always forget. Desi, we gotta, we gotta get a get, get tactical. One time, I'm never gonna say it out loud. This is this is the downside. Is we um, I don't want to kick them from the chat because they don't reply. The two players who don't uh, who don't interact as much. They're they're yeah. Because I because I, I, I don't because I don't want to be disrespectful and kick them out of the chat. But then I don't go into the chat as much. The, um, and because I don't want to be like, oh, I'm overbunning with messages. Yeah, the the other the other thing too being, um, they're actively avoiding me and my direct questions, and they're actively avoiding a very important question that I pose to them that I think is going to very quickly change the um, party dynamic. That's how I'll say it. Okay. Because I, because I, I think the last thing I remember putting in the match was like I'm not trying to be like the main character in the game, like I'm like actively trying to like, you know, let's be a team. Oh, be the main character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. That's straight up the thing. Um, but we don't have to talk about that now because that's yeah. more personal, and I don't wanna, I don't wanna flame anybody. Oh yeah, we don't, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not trying to flame it. It's just like, I'm, but I'm just saying like. I don't want to be like I'm just saying I don't want to be overburdened by over like over messaging people. That's all yeah, I'm no. saying. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying. Like over I don't want to, to over be honest, To be honest, all I'm gonna say is if you wanna make another chat, go do that. Okay. Most likely that's probably gonna benefit. I'd hate to say it, but that's the reality of it. Because uh, I am out of ideas going into this uh into this part of the act. I'm well, gonna, because I, this is now actively something. This is the first time you actively don't know what you're going towards now. Yeah, Agnes wants to help so bad. Like Agnes can help. Like I will. Like I'm gonna go back to how we. No, not go back. Like what I started to do as a player. Like actively ask for help. Like yo. Don't like when when basically when Jason like normally you're the linchpin. We normally wait for you to come up with a plan. I'm like, wait, what? Hell no! It's a party effort. Come on, y'all. Like, I'm like, I'm apply the rule. If I fail, we fail. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just because the plan fails, don't blame it on me. Y'all didn't have a plan until I had one. Like, I would rather like. I would rather like have like a group like spend like if this takes the whole entire session. I'd rather have us all sit and plan in session what the fuck to do <laughs> because I'm serious. My plans like like since campaign one, this is like the first time where I don't know what the fuck to do. Good. And, Use your new tools. Oh, it's gonna happen because. I don't want to go back to reverting to campaign one self because I don't by that point it'd be like oh I'm acting because I'm not that literally I'm not that person when we started out like now is like 
Remember what I was telling you during like the the one shot against all the um, the zombies? Don't use yeah. everything at the first go. Like that, some point we're gonna be going something like really huge. Mm-hmm. I did that shit. I use my good shit, and when we get to like a fight, fight. I'm like, fuck. So it's like, I'm now more like a fucking strategy, like becoming a fucking strategist. Desi's po- <laughs> yeah. Desi, you're telling me that you're learning in game from your mistakes. Yeah. I am so excited for whenever Ognash, like we find in a situation where Ognash hits all of his strong suits. <laughs> Yo, for real. Oh, I was literally like, man, why the fuck you had to go to the party? Because you would have been very beneficial in that fucking fight. Against who? You know, apparently, after I talked to them, you know who else would have been really beneficial during that fight? Uh, uh Alaria. Oh, yeah. Jason. Like, straight up, straight up, Jason was like, what? I had water breathing. Oh. <laughs> well, your car, that car broke down. All right, there was, there was a broke down onion. Like, like, I didn't tell them what happened. I just caught them up to what Alaria's, like, in-game, what happened to Alaria in-game. And straight up, straight up, Jason was like, damn, and I knew it. I prepared water breathing, too. <laughs> I, t- I tell Moss Beast to form into a canoe. <laughs> oh. I love, I love where that where your head's at. However, this specific, that specific thing in this situation would not have worked. But I like where your head's at. Yeah. Because they're, they're more likely may have. I will say this. We do have life rafts on our boat. You do? Since when? Since the two-year jump. Oh, yeah, you said you bought them. No, that's right. You did specify you <laughs> life rafts. Ah, yeah. Because Mark. I remember for the longest time thinking, they don't have life rafts. If this bitch sinks, they're down. Yeah. That was the first thing. I was like, all right, we are too focused on fighting Solomon. So we cannot buy anything. And when you said the ship was damaged during the Solomon fight, I was like, fuck, we're stranded. It was still it was still going. The only reason, well, the main thing that was damaged was the mast. No, which I was, was saying, repairable. No, not this is but like this when you you ended the session saying the obscure dart leap was hit and then we came back a month later. You didn't specify how badly damaged till a month later. I literally we, said, "Hold on, hold on." I literally said, "I don't This was all context. If you fucking missed it, that's not my fault." But the way it was described was that the that the ship out in the harbor was going to be destroyed by a meteor, and then fucking Deva stopped the meteor at this at like the cost of half of her life. She was bleeding on the bridge as she literally fucking stopped the meteor and deflected it, only causing damage to the mast, meaning that the thing couldn't move. That is what was described. It couldn't move because it did not have a mast to set sail. But we were still. I will die on this hill because I remember describing that. Yeah, a month later. No, you... that was yeah. during the fucking fight. No, that yeah, was during. during yeah, fight. during the fight on the third part of the fight. During the second exactly. part, you ended. Exactly. You ended the if session. You lost the context in the heat of battle. That's what happens, my friend. You don't. Here's the thing, though. We was all like, "Oh, we're we're we're, we're kicking ass." And then you said Solomon drops a fucking meteor. And then no, um, Thalia, I said he dropped eight. I said can he I dropped eight. Let me finish. Let me finish. 
Let me finish because I was building up to what the number you was going to give. Because then on the fucking map, you gave you started pulling out those fucking circles on the area that the meteors was going to hit. And we was all like, I'm sorry, I meant four. Four. It was four. My yeah, bad. We was, we was like, fuck. And then you yeah. like, and it was like, we'll figure, we'll find out what happens in a month. Thank you for playing, everybody. Then you gave us the. Con- I didn't leave you. I didn't leave you at the meteor. The yes. meteor was the fucking no. The meteor was the second session. Where's then my the notes? third session was the meteor hitting things and you guys killing Solomon. Why would the meteor have happened in the last session when Solomon was already dead? No, you're getting, you're getting mixed up. No, you're getting mixed up. He dropped the meter before he died. That's yeah. what I mean. That's, That's what I'm talking point. about. That's that what I'm talking about. In session two. Yes, I'm not that talking about session three. three. I'm not talking about three. I was talking about two. And three is where I described the ship being yes. hit, and that wasn't a month later. That was, was a week later. No, we. A we, month later. A month later was after three, and then in between that month, we did the side quest. That's when y'all met me. I'm looking for my. It was too goddamn hot to turn. We didn't do the side quest and then came back and did the third episode. It's too hot to turn on the light to look at my notes. Bro, just, are I'm, you really telling me the one who made the story I'm that going, I'm misremembering that? I'm going to. I remember y'all coming back and there was no meteor talk. Thank you. <laughs> the meteor was something that happened in session two of that fight. Then session three, like. It happened in session two, at the end of session two. Then it was a week later that we resolved the meteor hitting in the beginning of session three. Which is also why all of session three, the ship couldn't come provide covering fire while you guys were fighting Solomon at the last point. And then the fourth one, a month later, was y'all coming back. You killed two dudes. Uh, Mouse came back and Fayette joined. And the last thing that happened was the ship made it into harbor because they were manually rowing the thing with no mast. We was not manually oh. rowing. No, we still had we had three. We had it was the main mast that was destroyed. We still had two that was workable. Yes, it was two that was working, but the two minor masts they weren't nearly as large as the main mast. How many masts did the ship has? Now that I miss my memory. Yes, the mi- the 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 ship has three. It's, uh, the ship has three: the main center one, the forward, and the rear. And you lost the main center one during the fight, so it was crippled. It wasn't that you couldn't move the ship, but the ship was a mile out. It was going to take forever to get there, and it was actively under fire, and it lost its main way of being able to avoid the meteors and shit. Which is why Deva was on the ship actively protecting it and making sure you guys still had a way out. That's what Deva was doing during the fight when she teleported off. And then she teleported back on, remember? Because that was after the meteor thing. She lost a bunch and she made it back barely and that's when she was like bleeding and tired and all that shit. Directly because of the meteor hitting the, the ship. The main mast. God damn it. I, I, I hear you. I'm typing. For some, I can... We talked about early in the episode, I can jump through multiple controllers. But yeah. for some fucking reason, my brain will not let me talk and type at the same time. 
<laughs> no, I get it. It's one of those things that's like a translation thing in your brain, because I remember doing that for tutoring, where it's like, if you hear it, or if you're like hearing something else actively, it kind of like takes away from while you're writing, because otherwise, if you're talking about something else and writing something down at the same time, like it, it bisects like what your motor skills are trying to do and it gets confused yeah. or at least for me that's what the fuck it happens for me it's <laughs> a few times this is why i stopped because i was typing what i was was when i was saying or what i was gonna, gonna say mm -hmm. and that's why i went fucking quiet and i was like all right i'm talking and typing so i can't do that got you so yeah Thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> That's how we're ending. Yes, because this is going to be a two-hour episode if we keep on going. It's better to talk about DVD offline than on recording. Oh my god, I didn't realize how long we've already been recording. So yeah, uh, yeah. technically for where is that? In terms of recording, hour and twenty-nine minutes. Yeah, I didn't realize we were already at the hour and a half. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Um, if you want more D and D talk, um, we have plenty of episodes there, and we even have episodes where you I think it's. I love you, Desi. I need to say that. I promise. I fucking love you. <laughs> uh, love you too, bro. There is a we, we we can leave you with a teaser. A teaser. Our very own Damon Lama Rider wants to want a run shot, a horror one shot specifically, for Spooktober, oh, yeah. and it's gonna be recorded. As a D. That's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Spooktober is coming very soon. Literally like in like two and a half weeks. Because we're almost in the middle of fucking September, which is... God. Oh my god, that's right. I have two and a half more weeks for that. Damn, I'm glad I have a good chunk of it, but holy shit, I need to finish that. And also, we need to, set, we need to set a day for an actual meeting because they there, yeah. there is a lot of people who wants to participate in Space Side Collective 4th Annual Spooktober. This one featuring D and D one shot. Yeah. <laughs> you. And also, I just found out I actually have um, Cyberpunk the uh, the Cyberpunk uh, tabletop game because mm -hmm. I bought the physical copy of Cyberpunk and it comes automatic with the digital files for the game. Damn. So, if I can figure it out. We could possibly, maybe in 2023, not now because I got a new job. <laughs> maybe a, de a, a, sesh, uh, a podcast episode of us playing Cyberpunk. Yo, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be dope. So these edge runners versus me. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Tunes. <laughs>